Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So about Michael Jordan, how you go hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast, and today is another Hot Takes episode. It's going to be us talking ball, you know, March Madness is in full swing. This is the Sunday night of the first weekend, so we're starting to know who the Sweet 16 is going to be, and we're starting to see how terrible our brackets are, and, uh, you know, I've done some scouting over the weekend because I'm basketball addict, you know what I mean, and, uh, and oh yeah, so a lot of big games, a lot of 60, 50-point games happened in the last two weeks. NBA season's wow, winding yeah. down. Yeah. A lot of stuff to talk about, Chris. That's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. First things first, I just want to say whoever is coaching St. Peter's. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up your bracket. I had Kentucky in the Final Four. You get the double finger salute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because why are they so good? Why are they beating all the teams I have beating them? Where did they come from? Let me know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. All I got to say is just, 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 I just want the rest of my bracket to go okay. Because like every mm-hmm. team I had beating them lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have Duke Set- in the national championship unless that happens. I'm so fucked. So fucked. We're literally at the low end of our bracket as like as a group. Yeah. <laughs> like we made a back of a group for like our basketball addicts fans. Some of some of the people we know and like we are terribly low. Like yeah. you know something hilarious, Chris. Look. Heading in after round one, the first sixty six four games, my girlfriend who basically chose some teams by the logo and the cuteness level of the logo <laughs> was winning our bracket as like 93% of the first 32 games correct. <laughs> you can't. I'm not kidding, Chris. <laughs> I, read that... a sum- <laughs> I read a summary. Obviously, it didn't work. <laughs> it should be chosen off of cuteness of logo from here on out because <laughs> it was just fucking ridiculous. I checked the bracket. I'm like, oh my gosh, right. it was ridiculous. Right. It was insane. I can bring up. I'm bring up the stats right now. Yeah, and yeah. the first, she had the highest amount of points, which is 250. That is possible points. So I think she got 25 out of 32 off the top of my head. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. But you guess so who she, she had? Peters. No, 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 no. But guess who she had in the national championship? Who? Baylor. So she's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Baylor messed me up for real. How you number one? And then like go down like that. Man, that was a great game. A great so game. They came back from like like they went on like a 30 to 9 Baylor 30 to 9 comeback against North Carolina just to force overtime. It was insane. I was like what the heck. Yeah, they just don't have the same guard talent that they had last year. Davion and um oh man, he was like a top 25 pick on our rankings last year. Some guy who's the backup point guard for the Utah Jazz right now were really mm-hmm. good guards last year for them. So no, all I gotta say is UCLA. Don't fail me now. 
<laughs> yeah, it's UCLA or die. Yeah, Chris has got the worst bracket. I got the second worst bracket. So you know, <laughs> you know, it's is it is what it is. Uh, one of my best, one of my friends, best friends from high school. Uh, actually, my best friend from high school has the best bracket right now. Uh, he has Kansas winning it all, but he is like. Oh. Let me check. Let me click on this bracket right here. It's crazy because he has... I had Murray State going into like eight. <laughs> yes. Oh wow, he has eighty four percent right, and he's ranked like two within the top two point eight million. That's ridiculous. Yep, that's ridiculous. Let's see here. Let's see if he chose any. He chose North Carolina beat Baylor. He did not choose St. Peter's. He chose Michigan to get this far. Yeah, some big upsets he chose. Yeah. yeah. Wait, was St. Peter's one of those teams that was like they have to win like a playing game to get in the tournament? No. Did I? Did I really just? I mean, like I picked against them, right? For sure. I don't remember yeah, St. Peter's Kentucky. being on that team. Oh, they, they, that's they where faced it was Kentucky at. round run. They yeah, were the 15 seed. Yeah. yeah. You know, I I honestly learned a lot about John Calipari sucking at coaching basketball this weekend because he has the number he has a lottery point guard in Ty Ty Washington and he didn't play point guard the whole game and like this I something last name Wheeler made a bunch of turnovers didn't really look that special and I'm just thinking to myself like John Calipari must f- like suck at coaching basketball like I don't know what he's doing in your local grandma's kitchen and like living room with the ability to talk and sell himself. But he's lying. When it, If he goes and visits your grandmother's living room, tell your grandmother to knock the door. <laughs> tell your mom, tell your dad, lock the door, because this guy can't coach to save his life at this point in time. Maybe 20, 30 years ago, maybe he could. But at this point in time, negative. This guy is just a good recruiter. But benefit the doubt, devil's advocate here. What if you know because he is a lottery pick, he wanted to save him because you don't want to get hurt before going into that. Even though you do want to win, but you you know you have the storied um, team, you know that like normally drafts really well, and those people go to the number one seed. I mean, not go to number one seed, but go like into the draft and be a draft after one year. So you kind of want to keep that streak going. Because if this guy gets hurt, then like, then what? Yeah, I mean, I could see that, but he was playing two guard. Oh, well yeah. then, yeah. he can't coach yeah. himself out of a paper bag. <laughs> no, no, he cannot. <laughs> and he's not like Ty Ty Washington's not this amazing three point shooter. Like he's really good at making decisions. Might be mm-hmm. the best passer in the draft, and he's not playing point guard for Kentucky. So that's why you got beat by the 15th seed. You owe me, uh, you owe me a win next year, cause like there's no way, there's no way, Kentucky, yeah, cause like I had, I was like I looked at the summary, I was like okay Mm. maybe I don't really you know no college basketball like that, so I was like I'm gonna go with the team that I know, you know Kentucky, Mm. Carl Anthony Towns, you know what I mean, like okay. Demarcus Cousins, okay, like, and then you guys just uh, made me so upset. Yeah, yeah, it's been a, it's been a great March Madness though. It's been like so many great games, so many close games, overtimes. Like I've never seen a first few days where it's just been like must see TV like all the down all the time. Every game has been a good game. It's yeah. it's been a rare thing to be like that. That's a blowout right there. So and I I I like that. I like that fact of that. And I feel like, you know, I I've been using this time to like scout a little bit. And I feel like I've learned a decent amount about a few players. Like um, there's a center from Michigan, like seven one post. Reminds me, you know, Jakob Pertle, the starting center for the Spurs. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of him. Like he's gonna be like a good center, but he's not on anybody's boards because he's like slow footed. But I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if he has a role in the NBA. And uh, the kid from San Francisco, mm-hmm. 
perimeter shot. He dropped 38. I think his last name's Bouye. A lot of deep three-point shooting shot creation. That was very surprised to see. And um, that was the part of the game that made me like, wow, that's impressive. Like, it's really Mm -hmm. impressive to see that. Um, He's a 6'2 point guard. He's like 22. He's going to be a senior. So he really made a lot of money in that game, like a lot of money. And uh, Chet Holmgren, now he's starting to scare the poo out of me. Um, because I was really looking forward to this matchup against Jalen Duran because I obviously do a lot of scouting and I know Jalen Duran is a freak of nature athletically. And I wanted to see what Chet would be like against that because that was my doubt. He's playing against whack competition, you know, mid-major college basketball. He's seven foot one. He doesn't really look like a great athlete. Um, and because of that, what I saw scared me because he just couldn't shot create to save his life. He had nine points at the center position. When you get offensive rebounds, you get easy putbacks. There's a lot of easy ways for a center to score eight points when you're playing 30 minutes in a game, right? Very true. Yeah. So because of those reasons, you know, the, the, his ability to dribble is his whole intrigue, right? And I can say this, at his height, nobody's ever been able to handle the ball better than him, which is a good thing to be the best ever at something at your own specific height. But he's just not a great athlete, and he's not even a really good athlete. He's just kind of like above average to average. And he just can't really shot create and kind of get off of people. You know what I mean? He's not really great at creating space. And like his handle is so high, and it's just... I don't really see him being able to shake people. I'm not really seeing him be able to dribble, drive past somebody. Put, you know what I mean? Like, mm. I don't really see a ton of like step backs and like all this type of stuff that people have compared him to Kevin Durant a lot. And that's like the most worst comparison you can give to somebody like this who's so far away from this. And just like I, what I was worried about was confirmed is when he has anybody from six foot eight. To seven foot that isn't doesn't have cement feet for bur- feet, which is most NBA centers. He just doesn't look like a great bucket getter. He doesn't even look like a good bucket getter. He just doesn't look like he can create space, and that scares me because that's who's going to be guarding him at the next level. The six eight six nine guys are like we got a gazillion of them in the NBA at the power forward position because they got to switch on Steph. Yeah, and he's just not able to really you know, create that space. And that scares me because that's his niche. You know what I mean? And he's a good defender. He's not going to be... Every, people are comparing, like, Marcus Canby, that guy won Defensive Player of the Year. I don't think people understand how freakishly athletic the top-tier centers looked in college. Like, yeah. if you watched Anthony Davis in college, it looked like a volleyball show where people were just throwing up the ball to him and he was just spiking it down and everything looked easy. Like people don't people don't understand how special the top tier center Marcus Canby was a defensive player of the year level shot blocking center special athlete he's just not that um, and what's scared what's what's very surprising is he's seven foot what most seven foot people do that can put the ball on the ground and get to the rim and finish is they face people up in the mid range or in the mid post and they say hey. I'm seven foot, seven foot one, and I'm Chet Holmgren, and I can shoot the lights out of the ball when I'm open. Mm-hmm. I'm either going to hit this in your face, or I'm going to use this fancy handle to get to the rim and finish. And he mm-hmm. does none of that. If he does that, he's an all-star in the NBA. No questions asked. Or yeah. if he hits that mid-post and starts hitting a Dirk Nowitzki fadeaway, he, he can shoot the lights out of the ball. All-star. No questions asked, because he's going to need to do that against the six, eight, six, nine people that are going to guard him, because what are you going to do when you face somebody that size who's going to get into you and make you really handle the basketball and make you really show that he's not this amazing ball handler that could just shot crate off the dribble at a great degree? Go ahead. So I do have a question then, since since uh-huh. like you're since you are, you know, our resident, you know, college basketball draft scout, you know, um. Would you say that he's 
inching more and more as you watch toward bust? Or does he still have the potential to be an NBA top prospect? He has a lot of bust potential. Ooh. From from expectations. Yeah. Yeah, because I think from you were the first person. You were the first one who told me when we were when you were telling me about Chet Holgrim, because I think he was like big, like highly touted in high school. You was like, I don't yes. see anything special in this guy. And you said that mm. early. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's you know when I think of him, he reminds me of a lot of Andre Bargnani athletically. <laughs> <laughs> Andre Bargnani had like 20 points per game for a little bit there. Shoot the lights out of the ball. Had more mid-range touch, you know, mid-post touch. Uh, But, man, the bus potential is everybody in the world watched that Steph Curry step-back three-point shot and is expecting him to be the next demigod for the last three years. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're just not seeing that ability to do that against people that are not six foot tall. Yeah. That's where it's becoming an issue. And I think it's a little bit too caught up in trying to be a guard. And if he would just do the things that everybody else does that his size and his ability to shoot, he's an all-star, Chris. But if he's not, then he's just a guy that can space out to the three. He's like KP without the posting. Mm-hmm. With some ball handling ability to maybe get five to six points per game, extra. So he's like KP's ability to space and hit a three point shot. You know, decent defender, thin, not really going to be pushing everybody around like Shaq. He's thinner than KP, and that that you know, I'm not really scared of his thin frame. A lot of people are, um, but he's really thin. Like like he is like sticks coming out of college. He, it's ridiculous. He is. Um, I did notice that as well. What was about to ask? Um, I lost it. I just had a good one. Uh, oh, so here's the thing. So do you think that, you know, even especially on the next level, you know, if he was to get drafted, you know, however you made you draft it, the coach mm-hmm. may see this, you know, that he's not going to be the bigger body who can bang with the big, with like the people who are his height and maybe a little bit taller. So would they put him at guard and let him be a guard like he wants to be? Because I, I see a lot of guard potential in him. I don't see that he wants to like, he does, like you said, he has a really frail body. You know, he really just a spacer, a dri- you know, ball handler. So wouldn't he be better positioned at the point guard or the shooting guard? Maybe he could be a tall guard. You know, Lori Markkinen's role in the Cavs, if there's mm-hmm. a unique situation like that, I could see that kind of thing happening. Where you have like th- two bigs and you need, an, you like, well, we have two bigs and we're just going to be unique as a team. And we're just going to have this guy with guard skill, good shooter, and just be our threes really tall. Mm-hmm. I could see that being there. You know, he could also be a really good four um, because he's going to be able to shoot over everybody. And, you know, that's always going to be his thing. I just don't know the guy personally. I don't know what kind of worker he is. Uh, but after watching that game, there is a gap. It, it's it's Jabari Smith, Jaden Ivey, Paulo Bancaro, and then there's a gap between Chet, them and Chet. You know, there's not a top, ton of top tier talent in this draft, uh, but there's a gap there because it's you honestly, Chris. I can only think of a few people that come out of college with a certain skill set that they have no development in. They don't show mm. any signs of having it. And then they do it in the NBA. Yeah. Lonzo Ball ability to shoot the three-point shot. It's very, very rare that somebody develops at that kind of level that quickly. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm trying to say is he he it's it's rare for something like that to happen. But if it does happen, he's going to be an all-star, so that's why he's still a go-four. But he, he, there's a gap there between Paolo, Jabari Smith, and Jaden Ivey. Those guys are special. Those guys are have perennial all-star capabilities. Uh, I saw Paolo today. They played today. And, man, I think, I think people... I think when you used to be the number one pick, and then everybody's like, oh, he's not the number one pick anymore. He's kind of like... He's kind of like... Now he's being undervalued. Like he's six foot ten still and doing the things that he does, mid-range mm. shot creation, the way he moves, the way he passes, the way he is able to drive. Like he's gonna put a lot of pressure on the rim. I really think that Paolo, Jade, and Ivy and Jabari Smith are the 
three freaks in this year's draft, and then there's a gap there between them and Chet. Uh, Chet has the most bu- bust potential for sure, like 100%. Damn. Yeah. So, Paolo to the Spurs confirmed. You know, you know they like that. You know they like that foreign <laughs> talent. You know they do. Man, bro, Paolo and care of the Spurs would be such a good fit. Such a such a good fit. You know they like that foreign talent. Yeah. Remember, yeah, Tony it's... Parker was from France. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's 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 a draft that's. There's just a few guys that are really good perimeter shot creators. Uh, like Blake Wesley's kind of moving up my board. I only watched a little bit of him today. I'm like, hmm, that guy's nice too. So there's, it's it's going to be a lot of things in flux. But yeah, I was really worried about this certain aspect of Chet Holmgren's game. And I just saw nothing that made me think otherwise mm-hmm. last night. So... Yeah, if it wasn't for Drew Timmy, who's a good college player, but is not going to be good in the NBA, that they would have gotten beat by Memphis. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Drew Timmy to carry that team. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's my that's my draft fastball take for the day. I don't really have anything else right now, but things things are moving. You know, the draft yeah. season's going to come around. Pretty quick, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. You gonna so, pretty much learn everything you need to know after this March Madness virtually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it'll be like sharpening a few you know, things here and there. We're looking over guys again. Uh yeah. Ooh. I just got an I idea. Just some... Go ahead. We should live stream the draft again. Live stream the draft again? Yeah, that would be we had I think we have like a big enough following. So when you listen yeah. to this and you see it on Instagram, or if you listen to this, you know, on however you may listen to it, remember, there will be a live stream coming, so be on the lookout for that. We'll be announcing it very shortly, you know, once the draft starts picking up and everything like that, so probably in a couple months or so, but just keep that on your radar. Live stream with the basketball addicts. You don't want to miss it. Yeah. You know who might rise above Chet? Who? Orlando Robinson. Mm. He might. He's older, so... For me, I know Orlando Robinson might be like a late first round draft pick, but for me, man, Orlando Robinson does a lot of the things that people go like fucking crazy about that Chet does, mm-hmm. except he's so much more polished. Mm, yeah, it's it's that, it's that a, polish should do it. Yeah, you know, there's Johnny Davis from Wisconsin who's really good. Man. How many of these guys are actually going to go into the draft, though, is the question. Oh, the top guys will. I mean, of course, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. There's a lot of guys that I've looked at this year and been like, that guy should go back. And if There's a lot of guards that are athletic that can't shoot to save their lives that are shooting guards. That like, you need to go back to college. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry to break it to you. But the NBA, if you shoot 56% for the free throw line at the two-guard position, you're out in two years. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, my goodness. Like, no, it's no, a great to be Adam bad. Morrison. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Chris, it's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, let's see here. Do you want to talk more about the regular season now or... Uh, the one idea I had, or just kind of, I feel that the playoff picture isn't, I mean, it's quantum, it's kind of like painted out by now. We know who's pretty much going to make it in. Cause we're mm-hmm. nearing the end of the season and the season should be probably like start of April or honestly, and the playoffs should be starting like the, ne- the following week mm-hmm. after the play in. So we know who's going to make it and who's not, but there is a couple of things. I'm not sure if we talked about it last time. Did we talk about the high scoring games last week? I think we did, right? Because it was like Curry Not had really, sixty, no. Curry had fifty four. Um, I think we're talking about was Bron. it fifty four or forty five, forty seven. Yeah, I think Brian was the one was the latest one at that time, and then after that, everybody yeah. will start going off. So I mean, yeah. if you want to talk about the difference, yeah, it was everybody had like big games. You saw Sadiq Bay had fifty one. I think it was. Yeah, was yeah, it? that was insane. Yeah. I never saw that yeah. coming at all. Yeah, he had fifty one. 
Kyrie Hopefully he develops more of a shooter a score because they need his. They're desperate for anybody that can shot great over there. They're also desperate for a coach that knows how to put K. Cunningham in his right position. <laughs> He's uh, a point yeah. guard. <laughs> Was he playing a shooting guard? <laughs> yes. Oh my god, coaches make me want to fucking put my put a knife into my fucking eye. <laughs> there's been a lot of stupid shit going on this year we got Tyler Rowe playing two guard when you have Duncan Robinson in front of him when you have fucking Frank Vogel playing fucking I don't know Spongebob basketball in the Lakers organization and then we got fucking K. Cunningham not playing the right position even though he's like the best passer of the draft. I just, yeah. it's, it's Christmas. I just, man, man, I don't know what's going All right, on. All right, so rosters. here we go. I got, I got an idea. I got an idea since we're just going off of, off the top right now. Uh-huh. Best moment of the NBA season so far. Your turn. Go. Best moment. NBA season so far. I would say, let me look at the teams here. I would say probably watching the growth of a team that's going to be special for a long time in the Memphis Grizzlies. I would mm. say so I would say that team, us watching them grow into a NBA champion contender has been the most fun thing about this year. Okay. For me, it would be something that just happened last night. Number two on the all-time scoring yep. list, baby. I had a feeling that but was coming. But, wait. <laughs> But I'm not a scorer. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not a scorer. But I'm not a scorer. <laughs> he did the exact same shot, the exact same spot, five years prior. <laughs> to the exact same team. Man, but I'm not if, a scorer. If MB <laughs> wasn't really trying to be petty about the scoring champion thing, LeBron would probably have it lapped up but MB's averaging 30 now he was averaging like 29.8 and he, after james harden he's averaging more which makes no sense to me i don't know yeah. how he's still getting them shots up but geez can you please just let lebron james have the scoring title please he needs one right. thing he's had to deal with the fucking dementia patient as a head coach and like two pieces of paper and anthony davis and russell westbrook like he just needs one redeeming moment from this year yes please Joel Embiid. Russ had a big game, too. Russ, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, he had a clutch shot. He made one. Oh, like, yeah, I, against the against the, yeah, the, Detroit. the Raptors. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Raptors, you're right, the Raptors, yeah. yeah. He made one against the Raptors and sent him to overtime. It's just, I mean, well, no, it wasn't the same team, because I think LeBron did that against the Toronto, but in the years before, he did that against Washington. But, yeah, that was... Ridiculous, but I'm not a scorer though. And LeBron, I mean Westbrook's not. I mean, I, he Westbrook got tired of being called Westbrook, mm. <laughs> so maybe he got in the gym and improved on his shot. <laughs> Take notes, for, uh, Ben Simmons. <laughs> you had to bring him up. You had to bring him up. <laughs> but why? Like you just. You know, you knew that was going to be triggering for me, and you brought him up to do this. Now we got to do this. Ben Simmons. Bury him. What are you doing, my guy? Ah, my neck, my back, my neck, and my back. What are you doing? Play the back game of basketball. Why are you not playing? Okay, listen, I understand. I, too much of it. Evidently, I understand that, you know, it's... Uh, is mental, it's physical. I get it. Take your time, but you sound like a it's, the <laughs> it's the end of the season. It's the end of the season. It's the end of the season. I just, I need my time. I get it. 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 It's not you. It's me. It's not you. It's me. It's it's not you. It's me. It's the fact that I want you to play basketball. I want you to play basketball. And this that? is what I've been talking about. Like, just I just want to play basketball. Like, <laughs> I want you to play basketball. You don't want to play basketball? Obviously not. I want to get paid to sit it's, on my couch, Chris. <laughs> he's literally he literally shows up to the games to sit. You don't even get dressed. Do you know what your jersey looks like, sir? <laughs> 
what is his jersey number? I don't even know anymore. I don't know. Is it 25? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Was it 25? I had something in mid-20s. I think it was like 25, right? <laughs> out there, when this comes out, let us I think it's 25. But like, come on, bro. We just just play the game of basketball. Like, I understand. Like, I'm not discrediting you at all. Like, I normally would. Well, but I understand that there could be like some mental things going on up there. It's not clicking like it used to, you know, however that may like be. <laughs> my neck, my back, my neck and my back. Relax my new growth and my tracks. However that may go. <laughs> uh, it's all because Kylie Jenner just broke up with him and started dating Devin Booker and now we're now we're here. Yeah. You know why? Hmm. You know why she dating Kylie why why Kylie's I mean not isn't is it no not Kylie, Kendall. Why Kendall's playing Devin Booker? Cause he's a fucking baller. That's cause why. he can shoot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> does kendall jenner beat you at your local uh fucking fair basketball games is that why you stop playing basketball <laughs> <laughs> he goes into david buster's and he can't be his own girlfriend and little papa shot <laughs> that's that's sad that's sad he mad the Just... man gets paid like 220 million dollars could you imagine dude the most viral video of all time is if that leaked. Could <laughs> you imagine, bro? Yeah. On fucking Instagram and TikTok, if that kind of thing leaked, dude. If if that's the case, then you should go ahead. Just take your shoes, put them up on the highest shelf that you can't reach. Get a ladder and put them up there, and then never put never take them down again. No. Just, <laughs> Hang your jersey up, put it as high as you can so you can't reach it and never reach for it again. Because um, it's just like, I'm tired of this. Like, it's, you missed, there was no lockout this season. You know, there hasn't been a lockout nope. since like 2012. Um, I, it's been all 82 games that you missed 79 we have of social them, so. distancing and he still can't stay healthy. <laughs> I mean, I could see if you had COVID. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> but you you sat in the house. Oh my God. Why won't you Bro, play he's basketball? probably sitting next to Zion Williamson right now. They're just fucking eating Cheetos and playing Mountain Dew and ra- racking in the money. <sighs> Why won't you play? Why? Why won't you play? I mean, at least Zion shows up to the games. You know what I mean? I think he's getting <clears throat> better, but like... You don't even, you don't even look like you want to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll do layups and warm ups though. Did you see that he did lay he did a layup and warm ups and the whole crowd cheered. Yeah, <laughs> that's sad. That's oh sad. my gosh, a guy that's paying two hundred twenty million dollars can make a layup in a layup wow. drill with no defense. <laughs> like all the gifts Ben Simmons has, six ten moves like a fucking. Gazelle in the wild getting chased down by a lion, like a peak speed. Yeah. It, just, he just can't do anything else. Oh like, where's Kevin Garnett when you need him? Dear goodness, could you imagine <laughs> if he was like his life coach? <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be amazing. I would pay $50,000 a day just to see that because Kevin Garnett would just 
say some you know curse words and will be yeah. in his oh my god bro bro that would be amazing. Kevin Garnett was straightening him up where is Kevin Garnett when you need him <laughs> exactly it's getting to the point in time where where's Charlie's Barkley when you need him yeah <laughs> I mean I'd rather have him as your life coach dude I, I would I would trade the donuts for a mid-range jump shot I, I would <laughs> yeah true like, come on now. Like, Kevin Garnett, if, he, if Ben Simmons tried to lay it up and Kevin Garnett was on that team, he tried to lay it up and practice, Kevin Garnett would block his shot. <laughs> yes, exactly. And tell him, you, you hesitating? Words I can't say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he will, seriously. He would block his shot. He would he block his shot, take the ball from him, and tell him to go sit on the bench. I thought you can't play. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. I would love to see that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh man. man. Just play the game of basketball. At least next year, try. Because it's 82. You, you're about to go 82 games. The mm-hmm. last time you played an NBA game was in the... No, it wasn't Eastern Conference Finals. It was in the semifinals of the NBA playoffs last year. Yes, over 82 games, actually. (laughs) Yeah, Trey Young put a dagger in that team for real. Like, he literally emotional damaged that team, like, to an extreme Emotional damage. (laughs) (laughs) No, I need to find that meme. Hold on. on. I I know exactly what you're talking about. Literally, emotion like he damage. he did them so dirty that Joel Embiid's like, I I just we we can't win without I just we wait I need more players. Doc Rivers like, you know that guy that's our all star point guard. He he uh, we can't win an NBA championship with him. <laughs> I may have won an NBA championship with Rayshon Rondo, who's crazy as all get out. But this guy, yeah. no. Rayshon Rondo, who can't buy a jump shot. No. <laughs> ben Simmons, yeah. get rid of him. Oh, my god! Ain't really. It, it, that's crazy because, like, yeah. I, 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 like, your team gave up on you. Yes. Because it was like, how can we? It was like, it was like, I guess we would lose the game too if I just passed on an open dunk. Like, mm-hmm. they, Nate McMillan really put fear in that man's heart. <laughs> yes. Yes. Foul him. Bro, a curly <laughs> head, skinny, smiley, 22, 23 year old Trey Young just put a dagger in that team. <laughs> yeah. Ice Trey, man. For real. Like, they really was like. You- him, sent him to the line, mm-hmm. and he got so scared because he, it was just, it just shows <clears throat> that basketball is way more mental than what we think it is because mm-hmm. Ben Simmons just honestly did not have the mental fortitude to stand up to like that young team because once he mm-hmm. started like, once they started following him, he started missing shots, <clears throat> he became a different player. He was not the same yep. player anymore at all. Yeah. He, he was playing scared. Okay, I, I don't want to have the ball in my hands. Get the ball. Okay, pass half court, ball out of my hands. I don't even want to be looked at with the ball in my hands. Don't pass it over here. Ah, it's hot potato. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Bro, you six foot ten and can probably dunk over for, uh, Steph Curry, but you can't lay up the basketball with the rim wide open. Fear. Yeah. They, they, that, they really crushed him mentally. Yeah. yeah, that's probably why he won't play because he just he hasn't recovered yet from that. That's why he has like it's probably why he's not right up here right now because like he's yeah. been destroyed mentally as to rebuild it. You know what he needs to do? He needs a session one of the greatest minds of basketball. LeBron, LeBron, get get his mind right. Get his mind right. If LeBron can survive this season and not crack. <laughs> <laughs> I, that is interesting <laughs> how has he not came up to the podium and said well I was playing with all YMCA players today and I, <laughs> I just why, why, did, why did you uh, LeBron do you think you're shooting too many shots might be scoring too many points I'm playing with your little <laughs> sister's basketball team 15 and you okay right <laughs> 
like what? Like I was <laughs> nothing came out of his mouth at all. Like no slip ups. How does no that happen? Every time it's like every time they win a game, he's always has something positive to say. If they lose, he's like, "It's me. Mm. I still got this." Russ hits a shot, he's like happy for him. Like me, Mm-mm. me as LeBron, <laughs> no, no way. I'd be like, "F this, f that. I'm tired of this. Can I have some help?" Like, look at Russ. He's, he's shooting like twelve percent from the field. <laughs> like. <laughs> I can't get Anthony Davis to stay on the court to save his life. Every other game, he hurts his middle finger. <laughs> and my coach, my, my coach, my coach has the brain of Greg. I mean, has like has the has the brain, the age of Greg Popovich, but doesn't coach like him. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's insane. And you wonder why I want to leave. <laughs> Just like, would be amazing. I would do anything just get just to get KCP back if that's the case. Let's take a shoot, bro. That's so low. Mister Zero Points. <laughs> he was running around and fouling. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take an attempt <laughs> over not. Oh I'll take an attempt over not. Oh At least he's not way off peeing it right now when he was hitting mm-hmm. the side of the backboard. Bro, way off pee. <clears throat> this man yeah. has been has become a men- he's been terrorized. Like Westbrook's mm-hmm. getting terrorized by fans, players. Yes, <laughs> yes media. And everybody calls Westbrook now. It's not it's not right. I mean, but the thing is that I kind of agree with what I heard on TV. It's just the fact that. <clears throat> If you gonna dish it out, you gotta be able to take it. He's rocking the baby around the entire league, calling everybody too small, and then they call him Westbrook, and he's like, "Don't call me that. Don't do that." Yeah, I see what I, you're saying. You're a baby. You baby. He was so good in like 2015. Dear goodness. But he was tricking everybody. Oh, I disagree. I really think that was a great year. It was. Okay, so I had a discussion, right, recently. Mm-hmm. I know we're just kind of getting off topic right now. So, mm, okay. if Derrick Rose never got hurt, would we look at Russ the same? Yes. You think so? I think that Derrick Rose would have did everything that Russ did, but better. I disagree. I think <laughs> Russ would have been the better point guard. You think so? I think they're both equal passers. I think Russ is bigger. I think Russ rebounds better. I think Derrick Rose can shoot the three-point shot just as good as Russell Westbrook. And that's me saying they both of them can't shoot this three-point shot to save their lives. And I th- I think he's just got a better built body. But, you know, D. Rose... The only thing is... D Rose in Minnesota and the Knicks has started developing the three point shot. If there would have been an intersection of that athleticism and his shot creation ability of the past few years, then I would be like, Chris, I couldn't agree with you more. He might have been a better point guard than Steph. But, you know, that's kind of hard to know because a lot of times when people are really hyper athletic, they get caught up in their hyper athleticism. Like, I'm just going to do this forever. I don't really need to go step out. You never heard. Remember when Giannis was like, I don't really need to shoot threes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like those guys who really are really like gods athletically. Those guys sometimes underestimate how much they need to develop the perimeter game, not develop other skills. So, you know, it's hard to know if Derrick Rose would have been like that. But as a player, I would have enjoyed Derrick Rose as the per. I really, really like Derrick Rose as like the human being. So I probably would have liked Derrick Rose better, but I think Russ would have been the better player. Derrick Rose never got injured. Like, what kept on the trajectory up, Russ would be better than him. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. They would be very similar. I, but I, I definitely think, think Russ would be similar. I, th- I think Russ, I, mean, I think D Rose would have a ring, though. And then that'd be the difference. Him and Jimmy's not enough. But I think 
D Rose healthy. He was already like the youngest MVP. He was like leading the league and everything like that. And he got hurt. Super athletic. Could hit the mid range shot. It's more than what most guards can do. Um, especially when in comparison to Russell. So he's, he he did develop a good mid range pool. Yeah. And I'm just saying that I think Rose It's a would, good debate. Rose will take it, in my opinion. I mean, I'm not even like being biased. That's just my personal opinion. I just think that he would take it. I think that he we wouldn't look at Russ the same because D Rose was more athletic. I think he was faster. I mean, in my opinion, like in his prime, you know, I'm talking about prime D Rose. Like that's just an upward trajectory from there because he got hurt in his prime. We didn't get to see what his what the next year would have been like because he had he you know he tore his ACL. So <clears throat> I think that you know in that standing. We might would have seen like he he definitely I think he would have had a ring he would he would have he would have definitely had a ring. I think he would have been the better guard right now. It would have been close. Oh, as of today, D Rose yeah would from be better. from there to here it'd be better. Well, I oh I thought you meant like literally today because his his shooting's more developed. Uh, yeah. but go ahead. Yeah, what I was saying was like if D Rose never got hurt and we you know come to today. Who who is the better guard? And I said that D Rose, like over a period of time, would be the best guard. He was already on the upward mm-hmm. trajectory. We don't we don't know what could. He's the greatest what if story besides Grant Hill because we don't know what would have happened. I'm gonna disagree with you. You think it's a better the what greatest if story? What if Penny Hardaway? I was mm. literally thinking about this while you were talking about it. I was like, Penny. let's let's uh, you know this is a good example to show how amazing Penny Hardaway was. Yeah, he was ridiculously athletic, six foot ten, and could shoot it from the three-point line like nobody's businesses would run laps around these two passing wise yeah like he was supposed to be the next magic or like that that next amazing point guard and like he was supposed to be top five point guard of all time top 20 top 15 top 10 player of all time he had that kind of potential and you know i'm glad that we brought this up because you know, he's one of those guys that should be talked about about in the what if stories. Like he, in my opinion, is the greatest what if story of all time that I can mm. think of at the top of my head. I mean, yeah, yeah, the greatest. That's crazy because I, I wasn't thinking about Penny, but when you mentioned it, I went exactly to where your mind went to. Yeah, I was thinking just in, in that aspect of Russ D Rose. I was thinking that because Rose, like just like Penny, was on an upward trajectory before they, you oh, know, goodness, yes. got hurt. One thing I'll give. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good. One thing I'll give D Rose though, the greatest lateral athlete I've ever seen in the basketball court ever. His hop step is ridiculous. I never have. It's Allen Iverson and him that are only in the two people in that kind of class. Where it's just like, how are your bodies? How do your ankles take that kind of ridiculous movement? Like I, no wonder his body broke down because the way he moved was freaking ridiculous. Yes, yeah. I was about to say no funny stuff, but his body couldn't take it. Just, yeah. I'm not making a joke or nothing like that. It's just it seems like a joke, but no, his he, he couldn't take it. That's yeah, why he got was, hurt. Yeah, did you see all the research that was done on like the landing patterns that he was he was doing? Like apparently he wouldn't land in the correct way, and he would put too much force on his legs, and didn't really like. Have you ever seen LeBron James dunk? Yeah, when LeBron James dunks. He kind of like takes a few steps backward after dunking to kind of let his body catch up with his momentum of being a godlike athlete. D Rose never yeah. did that. Never really <clears throat> landed properly. So that, I remember do, there was some research uh, articles or videos that I watched uh, back in the day about that. And it, it seems pretty, pretty uh, smart of them who did that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the problem with D Rose is that the street ball background really messed him up in the end. Mm-hmm. He, he never learned how to land. Yeah. hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like we take a little on the land, you know? <laughs> uh, We're not jumping that high, though, but we don't know the land, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, wait. Well, I mean, you'd rolled your ankle once. I've only seen you roll your ankle once. Yeah. That was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> the one time basketball. you almost beat me and Kiri. That's crazy. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. The one time I, I almost beat you guys. Mm-hmm. Hiding my basketball powers and I lost it. I was on a, I'm the greatest what if story. I was on an upward trajectory <laughs> and got hurt. <laughs> the height of my basketball powers was like around when we first met. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Wait, 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 wait. I got this. 
<laughs> so I know this is way off topic. I know we're not talking about the NBA anymore, but this uh-huh. is a story that must be told. Jason <laughs> is one of the greatest non D1, D2, D3 college basketball hoopers I've ever seen. I'm not even trying to like, look, I'm just showing love <laughs> because <laughs> I remember I seen this guy and it was me and um my roommate at the time. Yeah, ACO, and we had we went to the gym, whatever we playing around or whatever. Jason's at the other court, just shooting around. We didn't know, you know, I didn't know if he even went to the school or not, right? So we like, <laughs> sure. I was like, you want to play? He was like, yeah. So we played one v one, you know, between me and him, and he gets to lighten us up. I mean, like from the volleyball line. I'm like, what the heck? I see, like I like I'm playing, and I'm just like, I don't even know what to do at this point, like. And it's just effortlessly. It's like one after the other. It's like he's just lighting them up, lighting them up. He plays Maceo, does the exact same thing. And I'm just like, it's crazy. Like that. Honestly, that first day, I had a lot of respect for Jason. I did. I was, I was mad, but I was like, I respect it. I respect. You worked. You worked for it. I'm pretty sure of it. Like. It was a lot yeah. of respect. Do you want to know a hilarious backstory to this that I've never even told you? What? So uh, I get to college. Uh, you know, most people get to college. I had like a girlfriend. Girlfriend breaks up with me after like a month and a half, right? Yeah. I am just like, ah, fuck this bitch, right? Yeah. So I'm like, that's when I went to the gym, like as soon as it opened. <laughs> Two a days. I had nothing else to do. I'm like, I'm gonna get this body right. I'm gonna two twice a day. I'm gonna be in here, and I'm yeah. gonna become really good at this random thing that has nothing to do with the fact that I just have a broken heart. <laughs> and literally, <laughs> that's and you caught me at the tail end of it. I was like two to three months, Chris, of just like <laughs> Rocky Balboa level like type shit I was doing, yeah. and then like. You know, I kind of cooled off because other things happened, but like literally, you just kind of like caught me at a downtime in my life. <laughs> you know, I guess I guess breakups really help people. Like, you know what I mean? So that's what, yeah, that's the real honest truth about that. Happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he dropped like forty on us that day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't drop forty on you. My ex dropped forty on you. You should be yeah. better. <laughs> Yeah, she dropped four Jonas. Yeah, like I said, I was upset, but I had a lot of respect for you. That at the end of the game, I was like, "We got to play with this guy more." Yeah, like, there was, was a lot of good people at our like. There was there was two guys, Enzo and Kiri, that legitimately like tried out for our basketball team, but didn't make it. Mm-hmm. But like six one d- from Japan can dunk, freaking Jason Williams handles, yeah. butter mid range. And then, like, six foot four, Euro stepping, athletic, crazy finishing. Enzo's finishing bag was like legitimately like Kyrie Irving. It was ridiculous. Like, oh my goodness, playing with those two was such a pain in the butt. Like, (laughs) like I'm small, like, I'm 5'10. I had to shoot over those two people. You know how hard it was? I really, like, that really refined me because, man, trying to score over. Guys like that are it's tough because one's like bouncy as all get out, right? You have to be so fundamentally sound with like the up face and your angles, like all of it. And the other one's just six four and moves smoothly. <sighs> Playing against those two, those two men. Oh my goodness. I That's literally true. never went in the basket, ever tried to finish. And there was a reason yeah. why. Because I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. It's crazy because that's how I met Kiri and Lul too. We met Kiri and Lul. Mm-hmm. Me and Maceo went to the gym. Kiri and Lul come in. We play 2v2 and get demolished because they're so tall, so much taller than us. So we're yeah. just like, we got to be friends with these guys. These guys got to play with us. <laughs> like, Kiri was legit. Kiri was like, Kiri was if legit. Kiri would ever be able to develop a consistent three point shot, it would have been so scary. Yeah. He's so athletic. Dear goodness. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> makes me miss the game bro just thinking huh? back on it. it makes when i think back on it it makes me miss the game man yeah it, it was game. definitely a lot of fun times in college yeah seriously yeah 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 i would yeah. say like there was one time we did that tournament <laughs> 65 overall and, yeah that was our team <laughs> name and like the only team we beat was the women's team 
uh the like the jv women's Save team <laughs> yeah. we didn't really want to go that hard because we had tall people on our team we could just post it at any point in time but we weren't yeah. really gonna be mean like that so uh we won that game and i think we lost to the the jv uh d3 team that was like a whooping we got at a elite level yeah <laughs> got steamroll dear goodness like it was like raining threes from the volleyball and, line, legitimately. They're like tall, they never miss. tall guys. Yeah, they're like, like tall guys. They miss? I, I expected them to miss like every once in a while. They weren't really trying that hard on defense. Yeah. After they stole the bar from me, they pretty was like, yeah, this is cake. And I'm like, all yeah. right. These guys hate this ale at that point. <laughs> yeah, I was like, give me the ball. We'll just, I'll just take try to take it off the court because these guys are getting cookies on everybody. Yeah. Remember, <clears throat> Lul was like really shook playing that game he was like oh my goodness he was like yeah. he even told us after the game he was a little intimidated by like how tall they were yeah, I was like, yeah that's, I, that's probably what got us to it was like we just didn't have the confidence for it because like they're yeah. really tall and like i had the ball and i was like okay i'm gonna knock down this three get it going mm. streakiness coming in i was like uh it went back the other <laughs> way i was like just gotta take this ale today <laughs> you know who i think was guarding you I think his name was like James Johnson. Like he, he literally could like go through the legs and dunk and like in game six six. I don't know why you were. I don't think you knew he (laughs) really could have jumped like that. Like he was probably one of the highest. I watched a lot of D three basketball while we're there because I worked Mm -hmm. at like a lot of sporting events. And like he was really athletic even against other D three players. So sorry, Chris, you just had to get your shot blocked by a really like athletic guy. I had to take that ill. I didn't even know. I was like, okay, he gonna he gonna underestimate me. Yeah. Cubs. Uh, oh, already. <laughs> yeah, there was there was a few guys that I knew could really guard defensively, but really didn't try. Like if they would have really put the clamps on us, we wouldn't have got the ball past half court. Legitimately. I, yeah, I think they were like full court pressing at one point. I'm like, why? No, not 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 like I'm be honest with you, not not legitimately. There, I, there's yeah. some guys over there that could really like lock up. Yeah, yeah. Unless I'm tripping and I was having the game of my life, one or the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basketball, basketball is like such a fun team sport. You know what I mean? Like you, you enjoy playing with your friends, and like that's part of the like the enjoyment of it, and the trying to beat your friends. Like I'm very competitive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You gotta wonder, like, how many times have we almost fought? A bunch yeah. of times while playing basketball, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh man, because the yeah. fouls get to flowing, emotions get to going high, and you just <laughs> oh, Maceo treated it like football out there. I swear to goodness, yes. like I would call foul on him all the time, and he would always complain. But like, you literally just tried to body slam me into the floor. <laughs> what do you mean, right. no call? <laughs> It's like only, but it's only okay. So look, so I'm not a foul caller for real. So like, I'll let a lot of stuff go, but like at some point, I'm just like, yo, yeah, yo, <laughs> like, yeah. I would call a lot of fouls. I'd be yeah. like, yeah, because people would hit me while I was, you know, I would always get this while I'm shooting all the yeah. time. I'd be like, I have red marks on my arm. What do you right. mean, no foul? <laughs> like, like it's here here's the evidence. i have dna evidence <laughs> like you scratched right. me right here like what are we talking about <laughs> i remember that time i was like on a fast break <laughs> and i think we were guarding each other the whole game i think i was definitely following you sometimes and you were following me too so i had uh-huh. a fast break and i was like going up for the layup i went like this and uh-huh. then i felt the push from the back <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was the dirtiest thing i've ever done to you for sure by far I was, I was like, <laughs> I remember why. I remember yeah. why, because you you got me pretty good on the other end, and I yeah. was like, mm, all right, this is going to be the end of this. I just gave him a little push. I was like, okay, he's probably going to be really upset, but you know, this is probably going to be the end of the back and forth. So it went yeah. as planned. <laughs> we were definitely following each other a lot that game because oh I was coming goodness. down the court. I was like, I thought it was going to go, yeah. and then all of a sudden, it was just that was so crazy. No more. So, um, <clears throat> like. That's a great trip down memory lane. Like I said, I really like, missed the game of basketball. It was it was so, definitely so like um, we were definitely going at it at that like, moment. Jason about it, and for sure, we might have to actually link up and hoop again. That'd be pretty fun, I think. 
probably wouldn't be worth anything because we probably both suck now. But it's been so long because of COVID and everything. So, but anyway, thank you all for listening. Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.